You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the very first episode for 2017 of Paranormal Thoughts Podcast. And thank you ever so much for joining me. Can't believe it's 2017 already, to be honest. What a time to be alive. Really exciting stuff coming up this year, I think, for the podcast. So far, I'm in the works of planning some content, some interviews, just going through what I think will be interesting and just how to better the podcast. The podcast is only about three to four months old and I'm really happy with the direction it's going. I think the direction it's going to continue to go in is just going to get better and better to be honest. So I'm really positive about it. I'm really glad that there's listeners who are returning as well and people letting me know that. I'm really excited for people who are engaging as well, who are sending me emails or on Reddit, letting me know about their experiences and just what they think. So it's New Year and I thought the very first podcast, it only feels right to do just me talking, no interview, uh, not hearing from anyone else, just me talking. This is how the podcast originally started, was just me giving my thoughts. And I was thinking, what could I do for the very first podcast? Just this week, I was asked to go on someone else's podcast and do an interview about Area 51. And, you know, Area 51, pretty much everyone would know something about that, you know, that it's a secret base, aliens, UFOs, all the conspiracy kind of goes along with that. I was like, great, I'll gather a bit of background information, stuff I already knew, but just, you know, to get some dates, maybe some names and along the lines of that. After doing that, I've been sort of reflecting uh, since that time and going, well, I know something I could talk about and I haven't really got anything planned for exactly what I want to talk about in this, but pretty much the government involvement with UFOs, extraterrestrial contact and how I really don't care. I don't think government involvement is too important for the most part, for me personally and I think for a bunch of people I've spoken to who have had experiences or are researchers and anything along those lines. I think more so the people who do care are maybe just straight up conspiracy theorists or maybe just general members of the public who don't like to be lied to. So where better to start than with Roswell? Roswell happens 70 years. It's the 70th anniversary this year. I'm actually wearing my Roswell, New Mexico, uh, what is it, UFO crash hat while recording this. So it's only appropriate to kind of go back to where I suppose the first big conspiracy theory about UFOs and the government started. It's back in 
1947, a disc or a weather balloon crashes out on a ranch. They go out there, get the debris. The Air Force put out a statement saying that it was a flying saucer. Next day, they retract that statement and claim that it's just a top secret weather balloon. Then it's claimed that they took the debris out to Area 51 and that's kind of where they were reverse engineering and studying debris that they had. So I guess that's sort of a bit of a summary. I'm sure a lot of people know about that story. So that's kind of where we go right back to that very first instance. And ever since then, there's been, you know, story after story of the government and not just the American government. I've heard of where I'm from, Australia, their government also being involved. An incident I can think of with the Australian government being involved was in Westall in 1966, where they had the Westall UFO incident where three metallic discs were seen over the Westall area. And a primary school and high school both saw this. And pretty much a few hours after the sighting, military came in, uh, apparently people in full black telling teachers and students, members of the public, you didn't see anything, don't talk about this. Some threats made. After doing a little bit of more digging into Roswell and, you know, you kind of go through the ages and the other big story that I think is really interesting is by the whistleblower Bob Lazar. And, you know, either people agree with him or completely dismiss what he has to say. And, you know, this is the really big story with the government being involved in this top secret reverse engineering extraterrestrial craft. Bob Lazar actually now regrets making these claims and going public with his knowledge. And I completely agree with that because if what he's saying is true and he was out at S4, had access to these crafts and he was out there reverse engineering, I definitely think that wouldn't be a gig you would want to give up lightly. And he does claim that he had no interest before in flying saucers or anything like that. He just thought, you know people who talked about that were lunatics and he even claims now that he has no interest so going through this you know a lot of people like stanton friedman completely deny what he has to say due to all of his credentials aren't backed up pretty much the universities he claimed to have gone to uh, there's no record of him studying there there's no thesis for his masters or anything like that so that's i think that's really interesting because it either backs up lazar's claims with the government completely wiping any evidence of him studying and pretty much making him seem like he's lying about his credentials or it is just as simple as he did lie about where he has studied and then that's the evidence there and you know there's a whole thing that he was set up they picked him for the reason that if he was to talk that people wouldn't believe him. And I definitely think that would be a smart move because look at it now, you know, he came out in the late 80s and still now we're talking about it and people still don't believe. So I definitely think if that was their motive, then yeah, that definitely was a clever way of doing it. And I think it's interesting too, him talking about the element 115, which isn't from this world and which was what the, pretty much the power source used to use for the reactors in the craft and that they didn't really figure out exactly what that element was up until I think 2003. So someone else worth mentioning when we're talking about all this government involvement is a man named Dan Burrish and he claims that he worked out at the S4 base around the same time Bob Lazar did. And Dan Burrish is a little bit less known, I'd say, to the public as a whistleblower then compared to Bob Lazar, who had a lot of TV coverage back in the 80s. Unlike Dan, who seems to be a little bit more reserved and you have to dig a little bit more to find out what he's all about. 
So he claims to have worked at S4 in the 80s and he was working on one of the four projects that was going on out there. So there was Project Galileo, which Bob Lazar was working on. And this project, they were working on the propulsion systems, how the crafts flew, what made them fly. Project Sidekick, which was them working with a beam weapon, so pretty much manipulating a weapon off these crafts to try to attempt to prototype one. Project Looking Glass dealt with the physics of seeing the effects of artificially produced gravity wave on time. And the last project, which Dan Burrish worked on, was Project Sigma, which was pretty much established in the late 70s. Dan Burrish claimed to have worked in a lab where he was working with EBEs, which are extraterrestrial biological entities. Though there is still a reaction, much like Bob Lazar, where people believe that Dan Burrish is a fraud as well. People don't believe there's any truth in his accounts. And for me personally, I like to keep an open mind. From the information I've read, I'd love to believe that it's real. But I definitely do think that there is some evidence that backs it up. There's some government documentation that's shown with the clearance Majestic. And if you know anything about the Majestic clearance, uh, Majestic 12, MJ12, the secret organisation of scientists who were put together to research the Roswell incident. Pretty much anyone who has that type of clearance, you're dealing with some very secret projects that that regular military Air Force officials have nowhere near the amount of clearance you need to witness or to even know of the existence of the projects. And why I'm talking about these people, when we talk about the idea of government involvement, these events, these people are some of the biggest names out there who have come forward and pretty much told us what's going on within the government. Whether or not people choose to believe that information, I would still take it on board. And it does seem like something a government would be doing with extraterrestrials themselves or their craft. The whole government involvement, for me personally, doesn't matter. It does make sense why a government would want to keep this topic quiet. A lot of the population... I suppose you're not necessarily going to know how they're going to handle it. But really, I think you've got to look back to Roswell a little bit here and how did everyone react when the claim came out that they did have a flying saucer? Because really, that kind of claim, especially newspapers at the time and, you know, on radio, it would have been life-changing. It's the whole point of all of a sudden we're at war with each other. But when that sort of information comes out that there is extraterrestrial life out there, it really... We're no longer divided because we are one race, human. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I suppose when you look at it like that, you could see why the government might want to keep that because it's in their best interest for war, really, isn't it? You know, war makes a lot of money. And I think, too, when you do look at media today's media as well, it's really, it's pretty sketchy. You know, a lot of it's there for fear-mongering, keeping people scared and keeping people thinking one thing's happening, but pretty much in plain sight, it's the opposite. You know, they just, what are they distracting you from? I always think that's uh, whenever a really big news story kind of comes out and you doesn't quite sit right with you, what are they trying to distract you from? So I definitely think, yeah, sure, I can see why the government would keep it quiet, of course. Uh, do they have the right to keep it quiet? Well, you look back to ancient times, you know, ancient Egypt and where there's proof of extraterrestrial life helping, like I say, build the pyramids, there's hydroglyphic carvings and statues. And you look back to ancient Egypt and even Australian indigenous people where they have carvings and paintings of these, these almost grey alien type profiles that we all know today. You think, okay... Obviously, if that's the case, they were known and potentially they were seen as gods. I've looked into Indigenous Australians and their connection with the sky people, they call them. And when the first settlers from Europe came over to Australia, they would ask Indigenous people, where did you, where do you come from? They honestly thought that uh, no one was here, that this land was completely vacant for them, for their taking. And the Indigenous would point at the sky and you go back and they do, if through their dream time stories, they believe they did actually come from the sky. So they were brought here to populate this land. You look at that where obviously these beings were known, potentially worked alongside. Everyone knows that's that claim that aliens helped build the pyramids and so on and so forth. So where did the government or where did, I suppose, a higher personnel become involved rather than direct contact with who, whomever or back then was it only elders or theros or anything like that were the only ones who would communicate and you know you look back to this recent time where talking about area 51 again that they gave us craft in something return for them you know and people think that might be for them to be able to test on us or anything like that for them to study us up close but I think too, I don't think they would have to ask any permission. They wanted to abduct people. And I think too, you look and a lot of people, they don't have any disagreements with them being abducted. A lot of people claim that in a past life, they had agreed for this to happen while they were on earth. So I think the people who are scared of abduction kind of paint that reality for themselves and it could be for many different reasons, but I know a lot of people, their abductions aren't sinister necessarily. They're purposely made to forget. So I don't think you would need to kind of have this agreement with, you know, a higher power here on earth when 
I think it's really with the people. And that's kind of what I'm getting to. The whole government conspiracy sort of thing, it doesn't matter because the people who claim to have these contact experiences, either, you know, seeing a UFO or actually being abducted or having some sort of contact, that's where all the pieces of the puzzle come together. I don't think it's, you know, in some lab uh, at some secret base. It's really just the contact that everyone has, you know. And there's the whole thing of a close encounter of the fifth kind, contact through meditation to have an experience. So that's kind of where I think it all lies and I don't think it is in some lab where the government could release, oh, yeah, we've known about this for a long time. But for me, that's not going to change anything because... I know for a fact what's happening and it's really, it doesn't matter what they figured out because I think we already know. All you have to do is just ask, ask for us. You just got to talk to people. That's what I started to do. I just started talking to people who had these experiences and it's it's amazing because they have the answers pretty much. Like, well, what's the meaning of all this? And they can kind of tell you or they've put together what they think it is and, you know, different races of these extraterrestrials uh, coming here for a different reason and telling people different messages. And I think that's just where it lies. And so that's kind of what I was getting at. You know, I don't think it matters what what we don't know because what's being withheld from us. Sure, maybe it's their duty to kind of tell us everything that's going on, but I don't think they have to by any means, you know, and it doesn't stop me. Sure, it's fun to get into the whole conspiracy theory thing and I love getting down those rabbit holes and everything like that. But to be honest, I just really think it lies in the people. We already know. A lot of people already know what's going on and you don't really need the government to help with that because I don't think they would know the half of it, to be honest. I think they're more interested in how they can just use their resources to get us probably off this planet, you know, after we pretty much destroy it, use their craft for their own purpose. Yeah, I think that's it. I think it's it doesn't go near as far as what people are actually experiencing by having these experiences by contact abduction or you know sightings pretty much so that's kind of just where I was going with it all you know I just didn't really have any plan to for this podcast I just kind of wanted to talk and that was my original plan for the podcast it being my paranormal thoughts where I just kind of talk a little bit but I want to hear what you guys have to think as well do you think really the government being involved really matters or do you think it's kind of just it lies with us, the people, you know. We're the ones having experiences and we're the ones here talking about it. Let me know if you think it's important what's going on and maybe these whistleblowers have leaked information because I think any of that, it doesn't change my view or opinion whatsoever because I feel like I know a little bit what's going on and that's what I plan to keep doing is to to research and just to learn, just to listen as well as to people, kind of just listen to what my intuition is with the whole situation so thank you for listening really looking forward to this year with this podcast i'm hoping to get it get an episode out maybe every fortnight weekly would be great but i just don't see that happening i'm not going to make any promises because it won't happen so please always follow me on soundcloud give it a like share it around go to itunes you can subscribe to the podcast you won't miss a thing you get notifications when they come up and i'm always looking for people to talk to at the moment i've got the interview with uh, an abductee segment so if you have any experiences feel free to send me an email at paranormalthoughtspodcast at gmail and we can have a chat you know you can come on the podcast if you like or just let me know about your story as well i also have a blog now which is paranormalthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com so you can go there and every time i post a podcast i do a little bit of a brief and any sort of other media what's going on there so 
uh, a little bit of a shorter podcast today, I hope, just to get you introduced back into the year. I'm really excited for what I have planned for this year. And thank you ever so much for joining me. I'll catch you next time. Thanks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.